Welcome to the Salty Club podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Creeper. Hello, my amazing Salty Club community. It's Caitlin here, and I felt like making a solo cast today. I've been thinking about it for the last few days, and I haven't really got a chance to be alone because of my beautiful baby, but now. His dad has him outside somewhere and I have a few minutes to myself and I feel like I really wanted to talk about this because it's something I wanted to hear. Um, So yeah, let me dive in. Basically, hmm, this conversation started when I, okay, so basically to make a long story short, When everything closed down last year, the start of last year, 2020, I was in El Salvador and I managed to get over the border to Guatemala to be with uh, my baby's dad and for us to be together. So that was super cool. Um, But yes, the border between El Salvador and Guatemala was closed for about eight months And I had friends still in El Salvador and um, it got pretty hectic there. It got hectic here too, mind you, but um, compared to how it was over there, uh, people were on a quarantine so much. And, you know, depending on where you are in the world listening to this, it might seem very intense or it might seem like nothing compared to what, what you experienced in your country, but people weren't allowed to leave their houses I think they were allowed to leave the house once or twice a week, depending on the number on their identity card and their passport to go get groceries, but they weren't even allowed to go outside for a walk or a run or anything like that. And, um, you know, streets were closed. There were police on every street corner and basically just, uh, getting out was, um, yeah, near, near impossible. We were in half lockdown here in Guatemala, I think for like three months, but there just still wasn't that same feeling. We could still step outside and and basically after a while, Guatemala just <laughs> pretty much decided, fuck it, and opened all the way back up again. So I think El Salvador was always a bit um more strict than Guatemala. So it was kind of like watching my neighbours over the fence going through some really tough times for example they were told they'd be in quarantine for two weeks and then usually a few days before they thought they would be allowed to go outside again um it was extended and it was extended and it just kept getting extended over months and it was crazy you know like people couldn't even go surfing and the beach was right there and yeah it was pretty awful So I had a friend who, I won't go into too much detail, but basically her business requires her to use the mailing service. And um, she had really just started to find her groove like around this year, around last year, using this mailing service. And when everything shut down, the mailing service stopped too. And yeah, so she, her business kind of all but stopped And as I was talking to her, finally, when the borders opened again and I got to go across to El Salvador and sit down with her and have a chat with her, um, she was telling me how her business all but closed. But she was saying, you know, like, I'm lucky. I had, I didn't have money, but I was able to have my cards that let me pull into, like, 
my reserves basically go into debt. And she's like, you know, when I I had fruit and vegetables down the street, I was able to walk down to the corner store and get, get a few vegetables. And, and, you know, I get that. And I think we're far beyond the point of um, being like, you should be grateful and pitting people's circumstances against each other, which can be good for perspective. But, you know, not every single time someone tries to open their mouth and talk about how the pandemic affected them. And she was trying to be positive. But we also got to the point where I was like, you know, it's not even necessarily like, yes, we're so lucky those of us whose basic needs were met during the pandemic. And believe me, I was here when the floods completely devastated parts of Guatemala and El Salvador and people's whole whole homes were swept away. And that was in the middle of a pandemic. So I truly understand to the point at which other people were suffering. And I also understand for example, people with their businesses that slowed down or stopped. And what I said to my friend is like, it's good to be grateful, but it's also like, basically what we narrowed it down to is that what was lost for a lot of people was that sense of progression, the sense of moving forward, the sense of building, the sense of gaining momentum, the sense of getting somewhere. And you know, Anyone can say, well, that's just like capitalistic conditioning to make you feel like you always have to be on an upward trajectory, always achieving, always heading somewhere. But for me, ever since I've been young, like, I don't know, like early high school, I have always wanted to feel like I have a project or I'm heading somewhere or I'm doing something. And I was lucky in the sense that our side of the business, which was the retreats, in um, the Salty Souls Experience retreats in El Salvador, in Ecuador, in Bali, shut down overnight. We were lucky in that we had an online platform and we were able to pivot and turn our attention to that and make it into this beautiful community that it keeps growing into today. And I was so lucky that I had, um, while I was in lockdown and unable to leave the house, I'm so lucky that I had this thing to be working on and to feel like I was progressing and building and and still, you know, I don't want to say directing the course of my life, but also being able to influence the course of my life. Like, I'm so grateful for the club in so many ways. And I also think so much about the people around me um, who were, you know, who were starting with their businesses, who were starting to gain some momentum heading somewhere. And to have that stop, it can be really, really debilitating and it can really do such a number on our mental health. I have friends who were working in tourist towns and because tourism all but stopped, um, their work all but stopped. And, you know, a few years ago, we were fully pushing the message of like, because the world was a completely different place back then. And it was like, if you leap, you'll be caught like if you leap like follow your dreams and the world is set up to catch you because it's true you know if a few years ago if you rocked up to a tourist speech with a camera or like with some sort of skill like copywriting or like massages or something like that chances are you could slowly build a small client base and you could work it out. But now with things opening, closing, tourism, alive, dead, this, that, luckily it's starting to kind of come back down here in, you know, the El Salvador, um, Guatemala kind of 
Central America area and that's actually why a lot of people are coming here to work online because we have opened up but it's just like a lot of people just at the moment of this pandemic were starting to find their feet and then had them cut off really and this is people who had like taken a lot of risks or you know people who were like okay this is starting to be a sustainable thing maybe I can think about buying a car maybe I can think about setting up this here and to have that taken away and to just be in limbo in limbo in limbo is rough it's so rough and you know there are people who are like look I I was able to reframe my mindset to be like what's the goodness in this situation here but I think it has to be acknowledged and grieved what was lost and it also has to be acknowledged like it fucking sucks to spend months on end having your dream taken away from you and then not knowing what's next especially if you imagined by now you would be in a certain place and actually now you're just somewhere completely different you know that is that's really rough so let's just like take some time to grieve that and acknowledge that and I know a big thing is a lot of business people are seeing other businesses wins seeing how they were able to pivot seeing how they were able to change tack and 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 shift their business and believe me like we are lucky that we had started creating the club years ago slowly and we're lucky we were able to turn to that and really like pull it forward and start working to it but um yeah it also took a lot of work and and behind that there was a few years where it was just going so slowly and it was all you know it was really really slow and it was a lot of work for not a little a lot of reward and and there was that stage but we weren't really talking or sharing about it and I think it's just important there's a few things I think are important to share and the first I want to share is what my coach uh, Rebecca Freeman actually shared with me the other day um, is that she calls this period the down period the period where it feels like nothing much is happening where it feels like there's not much momentum where it feels like maybe you don't have a lot of direction where it feels like everything's stopped the like the gears have stopped turning and yeah maybe it just feels like a period of slowness basically she was saying like in this period in the down this is actually so much is happening it might not be in this upward trajectory of achievement success and and all the stuff that makes us feel so good in that way but it is actually in these points where we gather our wisdom and we kind of gather the lessons and integrate them and make them potent and they do their work even if we don't know you know we integrate the disappointments we grieve we we breathe maybe we give ourselves the chance if we actually let ourselves be in the down period instead of like being stressed and trying to get ourselves out of it and claw ourselves out of it in any which way possible maybe it's where our nervous system slow down and recalibrate maybe it's where we get a better sense of what's died now what 
should be left to rest now. Maybe what we wanted a year ago is different now. Maybe we're different people now and maybe we do need to recalibrate, reset and kind of let die what needs to die. Maybe some things are dead that we really wanted to happen. A business opportunity or a relationship or something or a version of life that we were really married to and really committed to and now it seems like that might not be possible right now we're again like letting that go and acknowledging the pain of letting that go and believe me gratitude has its place and yes of course acknowledge like where we are privileged but at the same time don't use that to stop yourself grieving what needs to be grieved pain is pain is pain and it's valid and yeah so and just uh, I struggle a lot with trying to escape the present I mean we all do that's kind of simplifying it but I tend to get into this thing of like trying to just get out of my current day situation and into like next day or the next week where I feel like the situation will be better because I'm uncomfortable now but if we can believe that where we are right now is teaching us something has something to teach us and is perfect and there is medicine here to take from this situation, everything can change. And, but it can't be someone telling you that. It can't be me telling you that. Because if someone else is telling you that, then it just feels condescending as fuck. Because we've read so many times over and over these things, haven't we? Like, and that can be actually what one of the biggest problems during the earlier stages of the pandemic was was like right now's the time to write your novel right now's the time to make that six-figure business now's the time to like you're at home you're in lockdown now's the time to achieve all that you can achieve like now's the time to master your mind like I'm not I'm not saying that and I'm not saying it has to be perfect but if you can get curious with the possibility that perhaps there is some gold here for you not next week not in the next situation like right now maybe there is some gold here for you maybe there is some medicine maybe there is some lessons maybe there is some richness that is asking to be noticed by you and even though sometimes the situation can feel so uncomfortable like because it's just heartbreaking like everything that's been lost there this stage can be used to like make all this wisdom all these lessons all this stuff like so potent and strong that when you go forward you're going forward in like a really strong headspace and in a really strong direction of like and not going towards something out of fear like I'm so scared now of like not having money, not achieving my dreams, running out of time. It's not like getting shot forward from this really fearful place, but it's coming from this really integrated, centered place. Like, I know what I need now. I know what I want now. I know where, not necessarily where I'm headed because that can't always be predicted, but it's just coming from this more integrated and loving and knowing place of yourself. And allowing yourself to be guided a bit and being okay with not seeing like all the way through to the future as opposed to just like, oh my God, this current situation is so fucking uncomfortable and I need to just do anything I can to not feel the way I feel right now. Yeah, so I just basically wanted to share that like 
even if you're seeing everyone successfully pivoting their businesses and just like achieving so much on Instagram, like, believe me, that's really just the tip of the iceberg. You have no idea what's happening with everyone behind the scenes and how many, how much people are struggling, how much people have lost, um, what resources they have. And you just can't know. And if you are in a in a period of, of the down, just know that like, there's, richness here too if you allow yourself to kind of breathe and get curious with what that can be you know we can't be to use the whole harvesting sowing harvesting seasonal metaphor you cannot be harvesting all the time you cannot be a constant harvest you need the seasons of planting the seasons of growing and then the seasons of harvesting so you don't know what is happening under the surface of the soil right like it's all dark, there's nothing there, you can't see anything from the top, but if you trust and you like, <laughs> I don't want to get too cheesy here, and I know this analogy has been done to death, but there's a reason for that, like if you trust that what's happening under the soil is rich and healthy and potent and like give it some time and some space and just like pour some love over it and like let it be what it is and just know in that like the growth season is coming, the harvest season is coming and this part of the season is just as valid as any other season in the cycle. might not make us feel as good, it might not be like that instant ego hit and validation of the harvest season or the growth season where you're just watching things happen like bam 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 and you're getting things you want so quickly but this slow dark like season in the earth is is where it all starts it can't happen the other stuff can't happen without this season so can you really step into this season and be in it and and go from there right i love you guys I love you guys a lot you can find more solar casts like this in the salty club to access the Salty Club, just type in the salty.club in your browser or where available in the App Store and on Google Play. Not just solo casts, you can find workshops, surf-inspired workouts, yoga classes and recipes. It's all there, just for $9.99 a month, so check it out.